Hi, this is Katie Stengel, and you're listening to Follow Your Spirit. Fans, I am Timothy Lawson, your host for Follow Your Spirit. Today is April 23rd, it's a Saturday. We are uh, just over 24 hours away from the game against Sky Blue when the, the Spirit take on the uh, take them on on the road to try to get win number two on the season. Uh, It's been a busy week in the life of Tim Lawson. I won't bore you with the details, but I'm just excited to to get this podcast in, even if it's a little last minute. But I wanted to uh, sort of recap a little bit on last game. Not, you know, we all know about the highlight of Joanna Lohman's bicycle kick, but I got some sound bites from the post game interview of the players reflecting on how they play and what they're going to be doing moving forward, which is, which I think is valuable. I'm going to look into the sky blue game and, and do a little anticipation on that and see uh, what we might want to look in, look for going into the game. Uh, I got some reflection on Callie Farkerson uh, from her, the players, and the coach. Uh, Callie, I think, was sort of story number two coming out of uh, that game as far as what happened on the field. Uh, Of course, the anticipation for the season was uh, the big story going into it, and then I think coming out of it, Joanna Lohman's goal and and Callie Farkerson uh, was an honorable mention in just just about every recap that I saw. Uh, So we have a little bit of a look into her. And then uh, I'll quickly... Look over my five bowl predictions and see how I feel about them going into week two. And then we'll finish up with Katie Stingle, who I got a chance to talk to uh, last uh, week or two ago. Uh, we get to know her a little bit more since she's new to the spirit. Want the, want to give the fans an opportunity to hear from her and learn a little bit more about her. So first up, looking at the game against the Boston Breakers. The Spirit win 1-0, the one goal coming from Joanna Lohman, obviously. Uh, Joanna Lohman running around the field like a like a little kid playing the game they love playing, which is exactly uh, how Joanna would express it. She shared with us her feelings about playing soccer and how much she loves it after the game. Check it out. Honestly, I, th- I think I have the best job in the world, so I felt so lucky to be able to come out here tonight and such a beautiful night after our preseason games you guys know the weather uh, it was it was really a dream night so I uh, you know usually during game days I watch a lot of soccer I watch a lot of highlight tapes of today I watched Coutinho from Liverpool um, I also watched um, some Chelsea players and I I try to channel you know their energy and their um, style and come out and do the same thing (laughs) right uh what's that not today's chelsea game oh no not today's chelsea game i watched the chelsea game though and um just try to emulate some of the greatest players in the world to the best of my ability which i don't very come close but i try (laughs) but of course after every game the washington spirit are always looking for ways to improve themselves i asked joanna specifically what she personally will be doing to improve on her game moving forward I think uh, staying more disciplined in my position. I know Jim looks for me to do that. Um, 
I have a lot of energy and you know sometimes your greatest asset is your greatest liability so I like to run around the field and he's often trying to pull me back in and stay central don't go um, and you know, oftentimes I can find myself out wide and uh, he really wants the attacking mids to stay you know, within the box really so um, I think for me it's just it's being dis- a little bit more disciplined and um, staying connected to everybody else on the field. One thing that's been true this preseason is the Washington Spirit have been very vocal about how they are in it to win it. They want a championship. They want to host a playoff game. Ali Krieger has been one of the most vocal players regarding that. She was more than pleased with the 1-0 win and getting the three points in the standings and uh, commented on, on how good that feels going into week two. Yeah, it was a great team win. I mean, we stay focused throughout the game. Towards the end of the first half, I think the tempo dropped a little bit, and then right when we went inside, we were like, look, we have to keep the tempo, we have to keep the, mem- uh, the momentum up in order to come out and uh, you know perform a little bit better, a little bit better quality, and keep that tempo high for them, you know, just to keep going and keep going and hopefully get some more goals. But, you know, obviously the 1-0, the three points is, is what we needed to, to, you know, succeed today. And um, I thought we stayed strong until the very end of the match. A lot of that strength at the end of the match came from Callie Farkasen, who uh, came in at minute 65, I believe. She's uh, she's credited for 26 minutes uh, of play, so maybe a minute 64. Uh, And she was able to get two shots off in those 26 minutes. One of them was on goal. Uh, She she even knows that she should have gotten one of those to go through. You know, I'm kind of upset I didn't put those easy opportunities away. But, you know, it's my first game, and... I'm just happy to get out there that I got out there. Teammate Crystal Dunn and head coach Jim Gabera both also pleased what they saw out of the rookie forward. Callie did amazing. I mean, she gave a lot of effort and she was winning balls back for us. And, um, you know, it's not easy coming off the bench. You, you, you're not played in and you have to kind of like join into already all the chaos. And for her, she didn't skip a beat and she provided a lot of energy for us. Yeah, she did well. I think she was really nervous, but it's great to... You know, you're going to be always be nervous in your first game, and um, you know we we were looking at um, getting someone up front in the nine position that was going to look to get in behind their back four, and uh, you know she has the pace to do that, and uh, you know Stengel was doing well holding the ball up, but she wasn't getting in behind, so um, that was the adjustment we made, and uh, I thought Callie did did well. First couple of chances, she's got to touch the ball, you know, you kick it out of bounds, but that's nerves. So, uh, but you know, she she gave us what we uh, what we were looking for. So coming out of the, out of week one, uh, I look at my five bowl predictions to see where they stand. Uh, the one that I think really pops off the the screen, or not off the screen, but uh, the one that I think all, is already showing that it could lead to uh, a correct <laughs> prediction for me is Crystal Dunn not leading the team in goals. Now, obviously, it's just week one, um, but if you watch the game, uh, she knows she she played an assist role. I mean, she fed a lot of players, and one of them being Joanna Lohman. She had a, a plenty of other passes and crosses that had opportunities that didn't get there. Her herself only took two shots. Neither of them were on goal, surprisingly. Um, of course, Crystal Dunn's going to score this year. She's going to be one of the top producers. Uh, but, you know, game one shows already that she has a different role on this team and that there's other potential top contributors uh, on this team. Uh, one of the going into this week, I look at my third bowl prediction, which was sweeping sky blue game number one tomorrow. Uh, I asked uh, Coach Gabera if he thought that he had an advantage there. I told him I thought he did. 
he had this to say. There's, there's, there's two sides to that as well. I mean, they've got a lot of turnover and they've got a new coaching staff and they're probably going to do things differently. Um, you know, if, if anything, uh, my coaching advantage would be the fact that I've, I've been through it so many times and, um, you know, for that coaching staff, it's the first time they've gone through it. So, um, but it's, you know, it, it, it's kind of bittersweet to play that team four times. Uh, I understand the natural geography, but it's, it's not something I'm comfortable with. It's just something that, you know what, right? That's a team you got to prepare for four times, and um, it's not going to be easy, just like every other team. And it's definitely not going to be easy. Sky Blue posted a very impressive win against the Seattle Rain last weekend, giving them their first uh, loss at Memorial Stadium. And whether that was more to the Sky Blue credit on them playing as well or uh, you know, going to some people's responses saying that uh, this is that's the worst they'd ever seen Seattle Rain look uh, at home. Maybe it was a little bit of both. Either way, playing Sky Blue is not going to be an easy task for the Spirit. But I think that the Spirit are definitely up for the challenge. I think they have the, the talent and the determination to do so. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Last season, they were not the Spirit were not good on the road. So starting off this season with a win, getting three more points in the standings, uh, I think is going to be great for their confidence when traveling. It really stands out uh, for the Sky Blue regarding last week. Caroline Casey, their goalkeeper, saved seven shots. She took eight shots on goal. Uh, with seven saves. One of them got through. Um, that is much different than the nine shots that that LeBay saw, but only one of them were, was on goal. She only had to save one uh, one shot. Now, she, her and the defense did a great job um, deterring the, the defense away, deflecting them, and, of course, the Spirit were very uh, prominent on the attack and staying on that, that half of the field. I'm interested to see if, if the Spirit are going to be able to get more than one goal past Casey. Like, can this be a double digit, or can this be a uh, a two or more score game for the Spirit, especially on the road? So, obviously, the the story going into this game is Jim Gabriel returning to his old club on the road, and can the Spirit edge out a win, especially after the Sky, especially after Sky Blue performed so well in Seattle. Past that, I think what we're I think what we're really looking at now is um, player wise and personnel wise. Uh, I'm going to be interested to see how, if given the sim, given a similar opportunity, if Cali can um, if Cali can finally get a goal. If she's going to see the same opportunities, if she can take the right shots, um, according to some metrics that I've seen floating around, I think uh, at Soccer Metrics on Twitter, uh, I've seen him post something showing that uh, Benini actually had the best expected goal, uh, had the most expected goals on her shots, um, which uh, is it'll be interesting to see if she has a similar performance as well. Um, and then just if the defense can uh, can hold up again, if Allie Krieger in that back line. Uh, can continue to hold off uh, an attack and and give their offense an opportunity uh, to get ahead and score. So we've looked into in opening day previewing tomorrow. Now let's meet one of the newer Washington spirits 
Katie Stengel. She came from Bayern Munich. Uh, she is uh, very excited to be here in D.C. playing for the Spirit. I got a chance to sit down and talk with her uh, at media day and uh, learn some new things about her. So enjoy. Which uh, which players on a team do you feel like you've really uh, gained some chemistry with since you started here? I mean, I think the front line is definitely the one that I've been focused on the most and then attacking midfielders. So I think Crystal and uh, Steffi and um, Shayna, Callie, just like the, mid, the forwards and I have been really focused on combining and finding each other and learning each other's strengths and what their tendencies are. So I think that's been good. And again, with like Marin and people in the midfield, it's been good to like, you know, just get more familiar with them. Christine uh, did mention that, that she mentioned you as a player that she felt like she was uh, getting a lot of chemistry with. Uh, so I'm hoping that leads into uh, plenty of goals. Um, one of my bold predictions of the season was uh, Christine Nairn or Katie Stingle. Stingle? Yeah. Okay. I've been working on that all off season. Um, getting 10 plus goals. I think both of you are going to get plenty of touches, plenty of opportunities. Uh, Coming into the spirit and how they play, and you're in the, they have a strong core group of players. Um, what has your learning curve been on adapting to this team and, and Jim's uh, approach to football? I mean, I think Jim is a new coach, so the whole team is trying to adjust to coaching change and then working as a team to be more dynamic. And I think last year they went through Crystal a lot, and that was like, you know, their go to for good reason. But I think now we have players who can come around her and take some of the pressure off her. And I think, especially with Nairn, if we're switching on the nine, she's 10, we're like, you know, just working off each other. I think we'll set each other up for a lot more this year. In the, uh, you know, you guys kind of got cheated out of a couple preseason games, uh, but from what we did see, there was a lot of a lot of good passes, uh, a lot of good through balls uh, to you, but uh, some of them were just a couple feet off. Um, have you guys been sharpening up that uh, that passing those through balls to you as, uh, up for, up front? Yeah, I think even today you saw like our passing patterns. We try to go full game speed, you know, sprinting and getting after the ball and. I think it's just, you know, getting more used to each other and I can we can work on our timing off each other. And um, I mean, they know I'm not the fast forward. I'm, you know, like the ball on my feet. But when we do get in behind, I think it's just more timing and, you know, just getting sharper. And as the season goes on, I know we'll get sharper and cleaner. How do you uh, how do you like the, the D.C. area? I love it. Um, I have a bunch of friends from college, high school area um, time, and it's been great to have friends off the field, and getting to actually explore the city has been amazing. Um, very windy here, but other than that, like it's been beautiful. It's great. I feel like it's been particularly windy in the past few months. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I've just been ignoring it until someone mentioned it, but uh, maybe it has been a thing in D.C., but it's been particularly windy the past few months. Yeah, I never had to deal with wind more than like one two days in a row and it's like every day it's just like you're just used to this ball flying in you have no idea where it's going so it's been a challenge but it's you know interesting what have you got a chance to do in the city went around and explored the monuments saw the cherry blossom stuff that was gorgeous uh so down by the tidal basin we've checked out dc brunch and went to a couple basketball games so we're going to a game tonight so just you know just exploring all game? over yeah okay cool a DC brunch, huh? That's a that's a boozy brunch. No, 
non-boozy one, but oh. just trying to find little cute areas on our off days when we have like a lo- longer downtime. So just when you say DC brunch, everybody's going to assume that bottomless mimosas. <laughs> okay, we'll do the you know. Yeah. Cute, nice, sober brunch. Right. <laughs> um, going into this season, there's you know they've been a playoff team two seasons in a row. Uh, I feel like they're. I feel like the Spirit are, are getting some underrated predictions from other people across the league. Um, what games uh, on the schedule? You play Sky Blue four times, everybody else twice. What do you think? Uh, you know, Seattle's an obvious choice, but what do you think some of your greater competition is going to come uh, on the field? Maybe even better question, who are you most excited to play going into this season? I mean, I think overall we don't have the high-profile names that like in Orlando or Portland have produced, so we don't get all the you know publicity from that. But I think... Uh, those would definitely be big games. My best friend plays for Orlando, so I'm excited for that game personally. And I think they'll be, you know, looked at as, you know, what are they going to do? It's brand new season for them. I think the New Jersey rivalry that they're going to create is going to be a really strong game for us. I think we need to get as many fans of those games because that'll be, you know, we'll be used to playing them, so that'll be hard. And it's always hard to play someone more than two, three times. Yeah. Um, and obviously excited to play, you know, in Portland in that atmosphere and as well as Seattle because I know those are two really good teams. But I mean, yeah. So the so so the fans get an opportunity to, to learn a little bit more about you as a person. Uh, do you have any TV shows that you're dedicated to? Absolutely. We get a little too much downtime sometimes, so I get into Grey's Anatomy and Scandal. Those are my two favorites. But I'll watch. Suits, Blacklist. I'm gonna start naming way too many, so <laughs> we'll keep it to a few. But like Modern Family, I watch a lot of ABC and too much TV. And what else are you doing when you're not playing soccer? Um, for some reason, I got the baking reputation on this team because it was someone's birthday, and I just happened to, you know, bake a cake. And so now it's like, Katie's my birthday, like whatever. So I do like to cook. My roommate and I cook with our host mom all the time, and it's a lot of fun. Um, I love off-roading when it finally gets nicer weather i'll take the jeep out any other sports just hang out watch sports with people or go out and play I like to read I like to listen to music what book are you reading right now right now i'm reading a, the sports gene or something i okay. think that's what it's called and as well as nicholas sparks i can always pick up one of those but what uh what book do you most often recommend or most often gift to people I'm big into like the rom-com, stupid girly books, so I would definitely recommend like any Nicholas Sparks type book. Like you know, The Best of Me was one of the most recent ones. I loved it, but those are just cheesy, whatever. But easy reads. Who have you Who have you uh, grown close to on the team? Um, I've known Crystal for a very long time, so we've always been close. And we've gotten closer now that we're so close together geographically, and then. Um, Haley Rosen is now my roommate, so we've been hanging out a lot. Um, Caprice and Megan Oyster as well have been really close. So it's we have a good group of younger players that we hang out with, but then the older players are just as cool. So we have a bunch of different groups. What aspect of your game are you hoping to improve the most going into the season? I think just you know adapting to this type of you know. Uh, 
in Germany they were a lot defend and counter, and so just adjusting and playing more, you know, possession oriented, and just speeding up my game and getting more experience and playing smarter. So as the season progresses, you know, adjust and just combine better with the players around me and just get used to the American game again. Who who was one of your which athletes did you look up to the most when you were growing up? Um, Mia Hamm, because you have to if you play soccer. <laughs> and then um, I was always big Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Messi fan. You know, Kobe plays his last game tonight. I know. I have it recorded already because we're going to be singing. <laughs> Very sad, but it's. I like them and like it's their mentality that they always have. Like Messi's very down to earth, like stays out of the media and whatnot, but you know works hard. Kobe's just his mentality is unreal and just like to hear how he approaches each game and just embraces every all the challenges and haters and everything is just really cool. It was great getting an opportunity to catch up with Katie. I hope to uh, to talk to her some more throughout the season. I'll definitely share that here on the podcast. So this is what I want to finish with. The the common theme, like I mentioned, across the post or the across the preseason was determination to win. The always wanting to be better, always wanting to win, and that and that how how determined they are to win this season. And it's been especially inspiring to watch that come from Ali Krieger, someone who has won uh, a World Cup championship and has has. Uh, perform at the highest level. She is just as determined as everybody else to to come back to the, her, the club level and win for her club. Uh, and so here are some uh, here are some. So I'm going to play a few sound bites from her, Crystal Dunn, Christine Nairn, uh, about just how they about wanting to improve and wanting to win. And we'll end uh, there. So thank you for taking the time to listen. SpiritCoverage.com is the website to go to. At SpiritCoverage is where I, am at, where I am at on Twitter. I will not be at the game in New Jersey, unfortunately. Uh, but I will uh, be watching it on YouTube and tweeting uh, from there. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Um, well, we never can get complacent. Um, for me personally, I'm just, um, I guess, just... Specifically for my position, just completing of passes, crosses, um, you know, distribution, and things that I need to work on. That uh, you know, getting feedback from not only coaching coaching staff here, but also with the national team. And those are some specific things that personally I need to um, work on and continue to work on to get better every day. Um, well, we never can get complacent. Um, for me personally, I'm just, um, I guess, just. Specifically for my position, just completing of passes, crosses, um, you know, distribution, and things that I need to work on. That uh, you know, getting feedback from not only coaching coaching staff here, but also with the national team. And those are some specific things that personally I need to um, work on and continue to work on to get better every day. Well, right now these six weeks are most important just to focus on this team. Yeah, and that's um, you know, each day we we worry about you know where we're at in that moment and we have to be present and that's here these six weeks these first you know games with this team is most important right now we can push everything else on the back burner mm-hmm. uh, as a club we always want to get better we're not satisfied with getting to the semifinals and losing to Seattle um, but I think we have that as a goal as a team but our first goal is to open up the season with a win and go, move on as the season goes goes on so um, we're never happy. We're, 
with a three nothing win, we always find ways to improve. And I think that um, if we do those little things, like Craig said today, big things will take care of itself. We want to get, we want to win the league. That's our goal, and that has been our goal the past three years. And we're so close. And you know, this year is, is, is that's in our sights, and we're you know nothing will get in the way of that. And every single game, we're going to be prepared. We're going to be fit. We're going to be ready, and we're going to bring it. We're going to be wanting to win and be successful, and that is our goal, is to win every single game and to get back to the playoffs and have, hopefully, a home game for the semifinal and home field advantage.